Living in the Shadow of Venus by Claire Redaway. Venus has been in the news lately. Not Venus Williams, or that Venus who looms out of the water on a conch shell with her long red hair curling coyly round her bits. No, the planet. Our sister planet. The brightest star in the night sky after the moon. Although it isn't a star, it just looks like one. It's the only planet named after a woman. Maybe that's why it's my favourite. Or maybe it's because all its oceans have evaporated, dried up and left a desert husk of a landscape. A bit like me. Although I can't claim to be ravaged by solar winds like poor old Venus. I've always liked space. The cosmos. Not astrology, not like my mum. The stars would be the first thing she'd look at in a mag, and if it said she was in for stormy weather, she'd take to her bed. She wouldn't come out until I cobbled together something from Mystic Meg that said she'd meet a tall, dark stranger. And never mind if it was the man who came to read the meter, she'd be out of her bed like it had a contagious disease and be down those stairs all high heels and giggles. She thought I was making it up when I found that adult education class. I'd finished my O-levels and I was working already, but I wanted to do something else, something more. There it was in the prospectus. Build your own telescope. It was a bit of a surprise in amongst all the pottery and typing. Why do you want to do that? She said. She was genuinely bewildered. If you want to do something useful, said my dad, I don't, I said. You could do worse than car maintenance. I did sign up and I did go, but I never finished it. It was hard. You had to make the lens, file it down. It was going to take months. It was fiddly work and it turned out I was really clumsy. And, well, I met Dave. We fell in love and somehow a telescope didn't seem as important. I didn't need magnification to see his biceps as he bent over his motorbike. He was quite a looker, my friends said. They were right. But lately I've been thinking about that telescope and where it might have taken me. It's all about cycles, isn't it? Venus passes between the Earth and the Sun about every century. She's not like that zippy Mercury with his you can catch me on the face of the Sun every 13 years. Nah, she's like me. Slow, reliable, steady. I don't go dropping everything on a whim to follow a fanciful dream. I stay at home. I work in retail. Well, worked. I spent the last 16 years in the same chain and they gave us three weeks' notice they were going under. I worry that this is the end of my cycle. Where do I go from here? And who with? The northern continent on Venus is nearly the size of Australia and it's called Ishtar Terra, after a Babylonian goddess of love. Dave vetoed Ishtar as a name for our eldest, said it sounded like something out of a comic. He'd have said Avatar, but they hadn't been invented back then. We came to a compromise. She's called Stella. He was good like that, Dave. Tolerant, thoughtful. We all change, don't we, over the years. Dave's a long-distance lorry driver. He travels all over, France and Italy, down into Spain. He used to go to Greece a lot, but that's dried up. Every so often he'll get something really exotic. Morocco or Russia, but 
mainly it's Europe. My friends think it must be hard in being away, and when the kids were small it was difficult, but then, in some ways, I liked it. Gave me a bit of space. Now, though, the trips seem to get longer and longer. He says it's the economy and they're all being pushed to the limit and he's got to do what he's told, otherwise he'll be out, but I don't know. Maybe I just notice more now the kids have gone. You're so lucky, my friends say. Can't get hours out of the house. What with one thing and another, space has been on my mind lately. Well, I've got all this time on my hands. I even looked up Richard Branson's Virgin Galactica. I downloaded the brochure and everything. I mean, of course we can't afford it. It's only for the likes of Brad Pitt and that princess with the silly hat, but we can dream, can't we? For a joke, I said to Dave that I'd like to put my redundancy money towards a space flight. He kind of snorted into his cornflakes, but it wasn't a happy snort. I don't know what came over me. I was on a kind of roll because I said that I thought if we remortgaged the house and mum and dad's and pulled our savings, we might nearly have enough for half a ticket. You'd better stop Googling space and start finding a new job. Or we won't have a house to remortgage for a flight to the bloody moon, will we? He said. He grabbed his jacket and left. Didn't even finish his tea. I think it's Italy this time. I was only making a joke. Once he'd have laughed. Like I said, my Venus has been in the news. It was due to transit the sun on June the 5th. There was a small window of opportunity to see it. And it was now or never, as the next time it comes will be 2117. And unless they discover eternal life pretty damn quick, I won't be around. So I checked out what time it was passing our way and I made myself a pair of special glasses because you can go blind if you look straight at the sun. I was going to ask my friends around to have a glass of wine, but it looked like it might be a bit cloudy, so I thought not. Anyway, I was standing on the lawn, staring up, waiting, when Dave came home. I heard him drive up and park, then go into the house, and he was calling me. I did shout, I'm out the back, but well, I suppose he didn't hear, because when he came into the garden, he was annoyed. I could tell. What the bloody hell are you doing, dancing around on the lawn with a box on your head? He shouted. I did say my craft skills weren't up to much. Venus, transiting the sun, it's about to happen, I said, but my voice was a bit muffled on account of the box. I've just driven all the way from Brindisi. I'm hungry. I'll sort your tea in a minute, I said, but I kept my eyes on the sky. I could see where the sun should be and it could come out any minute. And then I'd see her, a black dot floating across the bright yellow disc. Have you got a job yet? He asked, like it was easy. No, I said, eyes on the cloud. Have you even tried? I turned round then. I threw the box at him. It caught him on the ear. Buck of Venus, you daft cow, he said. I'll get a pie at the star. The sun lit up the back of his head as he stomped off. But even though I turned round in a flash, the cloud was back. I waited and waited, but the sun didn't come out again. I'd missed her. Missed my Venus, and it was his fault. He stayed at the pub till closing time. He'd had a few when he got back and he said he wanted to go to sleep, but I made him sit down. I told him how many job ads I'd answered, how many CVs I'd printed out, how many visits I'd made to the job centre, how many shop managers I'd doorstepped. I told him how they looked at me like I was 85, not 55, and I told him how that made me feel. Oh, he said. Well, what did I expect? 
When all's said and done, he's a bloke, isn't he? Venus has the densest atmosphere of any planet. I run her a close second. Dave retreated to his shed. He loved that shed. It was his haven. He spent a lot of time there over the next few days. I didn't know what he was doing. Didn't care. I made him a sandwich every lunchtime. Hummus, which he hates. And I made sure I put pickled cucumbers with his ham. He didn't complain. The day before he was due to go on his next trip, Riga, Warsaw, Berlin, he came into the kitchen. He said he had something to show me, but I had to close my eyes and trust him. Well, I thought as white flags go, that's different. So I put my hand in his and let him lead me. We've lived in our house for 20 years, so I knew where we were. He led me through the kitchen, out the back door and down the path through the garden. When, by my calculations, we were near our shed, we stopped. I heard him open a door. He let go of my hand. Step up, he said, then go forward a bit. I did. I heard the door close and the bolt slide into the lock. I had a flicker of nerves, so I opened my eyes. It was pitch black. I mean, really, really black. Not a chink of light anywhere, and there's a couple of windows in the shed. Oh, my God, I thought. Dave's doing a fritzel. I've tipped him over the edge. He's having his own midlife crisis, and he's made the shed into a prison cell. He's going to keep me in here, and he'll not let me out, and he'll feed me scraps from the kitchen. No one will know I'm here. No one will miss me. Dave, I whispered. Damn, I heard him say outside. Hang on a mo, love. He didn't sound like a prison guard, but maybe he hadn't got into character yet. I didn't like the darkness. It was too thick. There was a click, and some floor lights came on. They were fluorescent, I think, but I wasn't looking at them. The shed had been painted matte black all over. Ceiling, walls, floor... David stuck stickers on the walls and ceiling. Those coloured stickers you get from Smith's, you know, yellow, orange, blue, circles and rectangles. The weird thing was that when you looked at them, they seemed to be at different distances. The yellow looked really close, the red and orange were in the middle distance, and the blue... Well, looking at the blue was like looking into infinity. I stared. Do you like it? I heard his voice outside. Oh, Dave, I said as I turned around and gazed at the ceiling into deepest space. And I saw it. One white sticker, brighter, sharper, closer than the rest. Put in Venus, I said. Yep, he said outside. Oh, sorry you missed it. It's all right, I said. This is better. I meant it. What else can you say to a man who's made you your own personal universe? In his shed. Living in the Shadow of Venus was written by Claire Redaway and read by Rebecca Charles. Studio production was by Mark Lingwood. It was brought to you by Tempest Productions. And now a word from our sponsor, which is us, Tempest Productions. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. 
If you enjoyed it and you'd like to help us make more, then why not buy us a coffee via Ko-fi? That's ko-fi.com forward slash Tempest Productions. That's ko-fi.com forward slash Tempest Productions. Thank you so much for your support. 